Hi, I'm Chef John, and we're talking about food. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, first of all, let me say congratulations to President-elect Joseph R. Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. This was truly a historic election in many ways, uh, probably the longest election in American history. Uh, election day turned into election week. Uh, as of the time of this recording, uh, there's there's still counting votes. It's merely projected when uh, there's going to be some recounts and things like that going on. And I guess President Trump just isn't really very happy with the outcome of all this, so he's going to be fighting it with litigation. And also, we're we're seeing a lot of history in the making this week. Uh, previous blogs and websites I've wrote and talked extensively about President Trump's environmental food management and agricultural policies uh, so I've really taken a hard look at that and I continue to do that under this new administration so once president elect Biden becomes President Biden after January 20th we're going to be looking at everything he does as far as our agricultural issues and such, but I was wondering what exactly can we expect here? Is there any kind of indication of the direction he might go in? Well, if we look at uh, from 1975 to 2009, he served as the United States Senator from Delaware. From 1981 to 1997, he was the ranking minority member of the Senate. Uh, 1987 to 1997, he chaired chaired the Senate Judiciary Committee, and of course from 2009 to 2017, he served as Vice President under Barack Obama. Now, I got in his Senate record and I started looking at agricultural and voting records from his time in the Senate. Uh, during his time in the Senate, he sponsored 42 bills. Uh, well, 47 years in the Senate, that doesn't sound like a whole lot, but actually it's about average. Uh, these are the ones that actually only went up for a vote that actually went anywhere. Some of these bills were introduced and tabled like immediately, so we're only talking about the ones that went anywhere. Uh, <clears throat> he sponsored the White Clay Creek Wild and Scenic Rivers Act of 1999. Uh, after the order of a 1991 study, and this was signed into law by President Bill Clinton. I believe the White Clay Creek Wild and Scenic Area is a state area in Delaware, which makes sense. He's working for his constituents in Delaware. He's looking after his own state. Uh, he also, in 1999, ordered the redirect of coastal barrier maps. This was ordered and completed. And, of course, these bills were sponsored and passed, and they were all attributed to the state of Delaware. Uh, as far as agriculture and food issues, that's pretty much everything I could find that he sponsored. Uh, the other bills that he put in were a lot of crime bills, uh, holidays, uh, declaring national days of this, that, and the other thing. Who knows? Uh, I didn't really look too terribly hard at all that. Uh in 2008, he did support the Farm Bill. Now, the Farm Bill largely supports subsidies to American farmers, uh, SNAP programs, forestry conservation. That's what all this goes into. And this is renewed every five years. 
Uh, most recently, it was in 2018, President Trump did sign that into law. So, now while chairing the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, he identified agricultural development and global food prices as a major issue. He called for strong action uh, against invasive species. Uh, and we're talking about species that are not native to the environment. They're introduced from somewhere else. And these can really wreak havoc on interfering in shipping, uh, disease introduction into the natural uh, species that are there, the indigenous species. So he did take a look at that. He did take action on that. He also paid a lot of attention to issues affecting the poultry industry, which the poultry industry is a big industry in Delaware. So again, he's looking out for his own state and his constituents. Uh, I wrote just a couple of weeks ago, I did a blog and a talk. Uh, it was called When Pigs Fly Too Fast. And what I was talking there was going back to the Clinton administration where they're trying to speed up the lines on the pork production and chicken production in the slaughterhouses. These are already dangerous jobs to begin with. They want to privatize it and basically take it away from the FDA and, well, the fox guarding the hen house. They're going to hire their own people to come in and look at it, look at safety procedures. I personally don't think this is a good idea. Um, however, I'm going to take a look at that and see kind of where he stands on that. I'm going to follow that a little bit more closely, probably do an update on it in the future. Uh, in the 1990s, uh, he was critical of the Russian government. They were threatening to ban imported chicken and from 19 poultry processing plants in the United States. Uh, he called for the U.S. to block Russia's application to join the World Food Organization over that. So he wanted to put some sanctions on there. Uh, he wants to limit food exports to other countries. Now, this is something I specifically heard him talk about, and it makes a lot of sense to me because our food banks, our SNAP programs, things like that need to be funded. Uh, we need to have food out there for everybody. It's In this country, there are people going hungry. And what he's saying is that he only wants to send surplus as an export of wheat and corn and things like that. And he wants to make sure that our people get fed before we send anything overseas. Good policy right there. And I very much support that. Another issue I followed throughout the Trump administration is the Pebble Mine Project in Bristol Bay, Alaska. I'm going to speak a lot more extensively on this uh, in a later post. Uh, what's going on up there in Bristol Bay is they want to build a copper mine, uh, dig up a lot of the wetlands, redirect some of the rivers, build some dams. Uh, this is going to seriously mess up the salmon industry, which is a huge, huge industry up there in Bristol Bay. And you're talking about taking the livelihood away from a big coastal community up there. Uh, it's not good for our fishing industry as a whole. Uh, it's just not a good thing. Uh, I'm going to look and take a look and see where he stands on that. My understanding is Trump supported the President Trump supported this whole thing. He was a go for it. Of course, you know, President Trump supported big business in any way that he could. I believe Joe Biden has 
very specifically stated, he's going to make this go away. He's going to basically reverse whatever Trump did. And speaking of reversing what Trump does, uh, it was reported earlier today that on January 20th, 2021, almost immediately after Trump takes office, there's going to be a big flurry of executive orders signed. He's going to be reversing a lot of things that uh, President Trump has done. Uh, I don't know what these executive orders are. I don't know what it is he's taking off the table or reversing right off the bat. Uh, I will be taking a look at that. I want to know what he's signing and what he's reversing and what he's taking away, but in particular to our food and agricultural industries and policies. So stay tuned. It's going to be a busy four years. I'm going to be watching closely uh, things that you're not going to hear about on Fox News, things you're not going to hear about on CNN or your local news, anything having to do with our food supply and such. I'm going to report to you. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to watch it and stay tuned because it's going to be a busy four years. Hey, if you like what you're seeing right now, if you're watching us on YouTube, well, hit that subscribe button. And we'll keep you updated. We release new every week. Uh, there's also my website, chef-john.com. Uh, you can go in and read transcripts of these podcasts. And you can find this podcast wherever you get your favorite listening platform from. So please tune in and keep us in mind. And thanks for listening. And we will see you next week.